Now, Mike Callaghan, the Abbott government this week has said that uh, it can't stop President Vladimir Putin from attending the G20 summit in November in Brisbane. But does that mean Putin will definitely come? It doesn't mean he will definitely come, but I believe he will come. I think the way the Abbott government has handled it broadly has been appropriate in that it's clearly not up to Australia to decide who attends, but it went through the process of consulting with other countries and they reconfirmed that they wanted Putin to come. So I think that approach has been the right one. So I know you've written in the past about the fact that the G20, perhaps even against its will, has had a a sort of geopolitical role thrust upon it. And you've argued that the group needs to actually embrace that role rather than seeing it as a sideline or trying to, uh, you know, push it to one side. Does this decision about Putin indicate that the government too is thinking along those lines, that it can't really put off these geopolitical issues that emerge and that even though the G20 has its roots in global economic government governance, it needs to embrace its geopolitical role? Well, that's right. I do think it has to embrace the geopolitical role. Firstly, when you have a gathering of the major leaders or the leaders from the major economies coming together, you would expect them to talk about what are some of the major issues, some of the major tensions taking place in the world. And they do have a economic consequence as we've seen with the decline in Wall Street last week and also the warnings that have been coming out from the INS that the rising geopolitical tensions are a significant downside risk to the global economy. These are issues that should be discussed at a forum which has as its heart economic issues. But putting that to one side, the mere fact that when leaders come together, as I say, you would expect them to talk about these issues. And I think that's appropriate, that's appropriate for the G20. But it does have to be handled carefully, and this is the challenge for Australia. You do want to handle the situation, you want to manage the agenda such that there is the opportunity to talk about these issues, but you don't want it to be seen to be taking over or crowding out the rest of the issues that are being discussed. Now, how the government is going to handle this when Putin comes in Brisbane, we're still not sure. For example, the response that's come from Russia is that, well, there's been no request by from the bilateral meeting between Prime Minister Abbott and President Putin. This is an issue that could come up and we'd expect to be discussed in the bilateral meetings, but I think it should be on the agenda of the actual leaders' meeting. It need not be a formal agenda item, but Australia should space aside in one of the informal gatherings and some of the most useful discussions at these meetings are the informal ones that take place over at dinner or even this year Australia's talked about having a small retreat where you get the leaders and not the same officials around. There should be a place which will talk about these types of issues. It should talk about Ukraine but it should also talk about what's happening in Syria and Iran with ISIS and it should also talk about the Ebola crisis. So these are all issues that should be on the agenda Now, you said earlier, Mike, that you thought the government had handled this appropriately so far, but this week Mr Abbott himself has uh, personalised this dispute. He referred to the fact that he was going to shirt-front President Putin when he comes to, uh, uh, to Brisbane. Does this 
personal confrontation have the potential to overwhelm the meeting? I think that's a danger. He has used a very Australian expression and it's one that does go to the character, I suppose, of Prime Minister Abbott. It's a very combative one. It certainly displays to the Australian public how serious that it's taking the situation and he's going to use the occasion to directly hold President Putin to account. That's appropriate. That's the message that should go. The unfortunate potential side effect is that focus comes very much on the personal clash, shall we say, between Abbott and Putin. And you don't want that to be the total um, interest. You don't, as they talk about, as I said before, you don't want this to be sidetracking, taking over issues. You want it to be handled in a very constructive way. Personalising it too much, that can be a bit of a distraction. For example, now a lot of the commentary is on what, what exactly does it mean, the reaction we've seen from Russia. The message when the Prime Minister has been asked to clarify it, he says, we want to have a robust discussion. That's exactly what you want. You want to have a frank and robust discussion. I would hope that it's one that involves other leaders too. It's an opportunity for other leaders to engage with President Putin, asking President Putin quite directly to account for Russia's actions uh, in Ukraine. Now, that's the way it should be. You just don't want to get it into uh, being seen to be just a personal confrontation between Adam and Putin. So just lastly then, Mike, we should talk about what really is the bread and butter of the G20, which is the uh, economic governance. Uh, and, and I want to ask you, what what is on the agenda then? What, what are the main economic uh, items on the G20 agenda for Brisbane? And is that agenda set in stone now? Policy measures, measures are required if you 
Indeed. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for your time.